The following program is intended for mature audiences. Gentlemen, let's broaden our minds. It's Big Boom Radio Friday, people, so it's time once again for the Big Boom Radio podcast, Riffs and Rants, with Johnny Teflon and Michael Sean Lee. Both barrels, both sides, and a lot of good music, too. All I know is this violates every canon of respectable broadcasting. Indeed it does, my friend, indeed it does. And we'll be right back, folks, after the first gem of the day.
<laughs> yes. <laughs> Laugh all you want. Facetiousness, thy name is Johnny Teflon. Yes. I hope I hope everybody within the sound of my voice is strapped oh, in man. for a provocative good time. Dude, I will be honest, when you pitched me on the idea of opening the show with Eye of the Tiger, it was like, no, no, no. But well, then you explained to me sure. the twisted mentality behind it. Sure. And it was like, yes, I am on board with this. Hey, woman. Hey, All right, so let's let's bring everybody. Let's, in. Yeah, yeah. yeah let's first and foremost, people, please welcome everybody to another edition of the Riffs and Rants Absolutely. podcast with yours truly, Johnny Teflon, and I'm Michael Sean Lee. And here's the skinny, folks. I'm going to let you in on the joke. We opened today's show, obviously, with Eye the Tiger by yeah. a little band called Survivor. Yes, came out in 1982. 82, uh, yeah. a day before. The movie, the movie, yeah, Rocky that, Three, that blew which it up. Is the that title track, the soundtrack of, sure, yes. sure. Yes. Um, look, the reason I chose this song, it, it's not about the music, it's not about the band, it's not about a particular theme. No, it's about you people. <laughs> Message. <laughs> and when I say you people, here it comes. We're talking about the now resurgent, returning sports fan base. Oh my God. So. As you clowns are home, <laughs> painting your faces, right? Or writing letters on your saggy oh, man boobs. Lord. And tailgating, getting all liquored up and going to these uh, sporting events, you know, whether it be the tail end of hockey and, and basketball and now baseball. The shit is hitting the fan. Oh, Lordy, is it? Y'all need to calm the fuck down, Seriously, okay? Seriously, Because you God. know you're all home there staring in a mirror thinking, this song's about me, man. <laughs> I had a tiger. I made it through COVID, and now uh. they're going to feel my wrath. Now, let's be clear. Let's be clear. <laughs> we're, not, we're not addressing... Um, uh, the listeners of the oh, not, not our listeners. No, our God our God listeners are, no. are angels. Yeah. Are are hip? They're insightful. Right, right. rational. They're, absolutely, <laughs> absolutely. But we all know somebody. We know somebody. I'm addressing the listeners of all the other podcasts. Yes, out there. It fits this description. <laughs> you know, you're going to sporting events now. You're getting uh -huh. drunk. You're getting really fucking stupid. Yep. You're thinking you're going to brawl with professional athletes, right? And it's not going to work out on the good you're side for you. Getting all liquored up. Got your not beer muscles. Happen. Meanwhile, you got a dad body, you got a neck like a stack of dimes on a good day. Just cool your shit down. Put yeah. the muscle shirt away, act like a responsible adult. And then, <laughs> then polish it off with a tall, cool Budweiser. And let us bleed into our main topic. Yeah, stop, stop and think about the idiocy of, of, of provoking and picking a fight with a professional athlete. How right. fucking stupid are you? Right. Or throwing you know? things at professional athletes. Yeah. Or engaging just with reckless behavior with the other people trying to watch the game. Because, yeah. look, last time I checked, none of this shit is cheap. No, no, it's not. That's, right. that's the funny thing is up until now, you know, the escalating price of attending, you know, a professional sporting event of whether it's basketball, football, baseball, pretty much weeded these fucking morons out. You would think. Yeah, but it, it <laughs> seems to be coming back around. Because they're and, so pent up. Yeah, and a big red flag. Big red flag. Big, big, big. Um... I think unless you're living in a cave or a hole in the ground, everybody knows that the national alcohol consumption levels have skyrocketed during the Through pandemic. Through the roof. The warning shot came the very first week of, uh, you know, shutdown orders and shelter-in-place orders way back in March of 2020. Um, it was well documented that there was a 54% increase in national sales of alcohol Good for the Lord. week ending March 21st of 2000. And it, alcohol sales, online alcohol sales, jumped 262% at the same time. Mm -hmm. So that was a, like a big warning flag of here it comes. Right. You know, we're shutting down, we're sheltering, and we're drinking. Mm -hmm. We're drinking hard. That's, this was our go-to coping mechanism for and getting going back through. like 30, 40 episodes ago, we touched on yeah, it we did. Yeah, we time. did talk about this like, wow, <laughs> um, look out, you know? Yep. And, I, and I can personally attest to the fact that my, my, alcohol, my alcohol consumption, which was already pretty high, did kind of fucking skyrocket well, over compared the last to a year. human, maybe. Well, yeah, maybe, you know? <laughs> but uh, but the, the, the warning flag was there. It was like, look out. And now that for... Those of us who were like smart enough to get the shot, mm -hmm. and we aren't wearing the masks anymore, and we're going out. We're Foreboding. Mixing, 
Yes, and mingling. <laughs> Foreshadowing. Yes. You know, the results of this last year of sheltering in place and drinking ourselves into oblivion mm -hmm. is now coming very, very clearly into the public eye. Sure. Yeah, and, you know, like I said, you know, if you're a normal person... I used to be a fat, disgusting slob! Uh. You know, if you're thinking you're going to pick a fight with a professional athlete right. and you're not going to get anything but the living shit kicked out of you and, and as you arrested should. and prosecuted, yeah. you're fucking dreaming. Because we had talked uh, a couple episodes ago about the concept known as languishing. Yes. And it's kind of like a, a soft shell uh, with butter sauce PTSD of people that have been holed up in a house during COVID-19. Yeah. So that that's there. It's a thing. Let's put that on a shelf. This is more like... People acting out like a toddler, yeah. okay, where the kid could be good all day, but you take him to the supermarket and his ass is in the toy aisle and he has a meltdown. Yeah. These people are going out to the sporting events with the intention of causing a scene, making a scene, loose. being the scene. Yeah. And look, there's always, 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 always an element of that. Trash. At sporting events, at concerts. But I think what keeps people in check, regardless of the alcohol intake, is not just the fear of the authorities pulling you up by the nape of your neck and throwing you out the arena, but the other people in the crowd reacting badly yeah. and either beating your ass or throwing shit back at you. Yeah. Whereas right now, you're not seeing a whole lot of that, and people feel entitled to act a fool and to do these things it against professional so. athletes. It would seem so. It was like I mortgaged my house to take my wife and two kids to this right. game. Or like they earned it because they had to sit home all year and they lost their job. Boo fucking who? Yeah. Well, I don't know if, if it's so much that. And, you know, just to just to dovetail what, what we were just talking about, you know, with, with alcohol consumption, just in case anybody's not aware of this, uh, alcohol consumption hit a 30-year high Oof. during the year 2020. You know, and like it, you know, like we were just talking about now, you know, these people are getting let out of the cage. You mm -hmm. know, they're allowed to go out and mix and mingle with the public once again. And obviously, there's a certain segment of the populace. It's it's not a majority by any stretch, no. but it is a very very obvious obvious percentage mm -hmm. who can't handle this shit. They can't. They can't. And, and by their actions, you know, they get the magnification of TV coverage. Oh, absolutely. Got to the, portray every the time this happens. Megaphone that is social media. And you know, the thing that people forget is not only you know could you potentially hurt one of these athletes or another innocent bystander in, in the stands. Yeah. But, you know, some days you might be sitting next to somebody like me who loves to play vigilante. Yeah. And God is my witness. If I'm sitting at a, at a Pats game or if I go to see the Mets and I'm paying whatever yeah, ridiculous amount it is. Yeah, $500 for two tickets. Right? I mean, tailgating and, look, whatever goes on there in the forbidden zone, I've had it. Yeah. But once my ass is in the seat, if you're a Yahoo and you're going to cause me or my family, my day, whatever, discomfort and by making an ass out of yourself, I'm taking you out myself. <laughs> it's not going to be some old man wiping down seats saying, show me your ticket. I'll bleed you real quiet. Leave you here. Got that? I'm going to vigilante your ass myself. And maybe they should show that happening on TV because I know that a lot of these things, when they happen, the other fans kind of regulate it before it gets out of control. Yeah. But there, like you point out, there's a lot of instances now where just that that self policing, oh yeah, that mode of decorum is is non-existent. Yeah, if you're if you're blackout drunk, you know, and you pull something like what happened with the Sox Yankees game, you know, last week, where some mm -hmm. idiot threw a baseball at Alex Verdugo, the Red Sox left right, fielder, right. and you think the rest of the crowd's gonna rally around you, mm -hmm. you're fucking mistaken, my yeah, friend. Yeah, you know, they're gonna abandon your shit. Mm -hmm. You know, and you are going to get pummeled by the local gender may, right. you know, because, yeah, people don't really have a tolerance for this kind of shit. You know, you may think it's cool at the time. Mm -hmm. It ain't cool. It Especially ain't cool for a storied rivalry where there's such begrudging respect between oh, God, the two yes. fan bases. Absolutely. Don't spoil it by acting like an asshole and, and possibly hurting this guy. That, yeah. that's, that's not what it's about. Yeah. You know? I mean, we were, you know, we were talking about this pre-show. We both remember the days, you know, the bad old days. Mm -hmm. You know, in this case, <laughs> if you're a Boston sports fan, you know, the right field bleacher seats. Right. You know, were, were just a drunken fucking brawl, yeah. you know, on any given night. Or if you were a Patriots fan, the end zone mm -hmm. seats back when the Patriots were god-awful. And even worse, you know? I, I've been to Philadelphia Eagles games oh, wearing Patriots colors. Yeah. And it used to be just limited to that. But you would also see that reaction at, say, hockey games. Yeah. But that eventually bled right into baseball. And I'd go watch the Mets play the Phillies. 
And my life was threatened left and right. Yeah. You know, and luckily I had my friends with me that would kind of put me in a, like a little Phillies cocoon. Right. But nobody acted on anything. Talking yeah. shit and doing shit are Completely different things. things. Unless you weren't paying attention, by the way, these two teams that we were just referencing, the New England Patriots and the Boston Red Sox, are now worth billions, billions. of dollars. We're okay, amazing. wrap your brain around that for a fucking minute. <laughs> billions of dollars. And the technology has improved to, to such a point that in both cases, if you're at the Razor in Foxborough for a mm -hmm. Patriots game or you're at Fenway, they have cameras on every seat oh, yeah. in the house. Yeah. You know, you pull some of this drunken bullshit... Mm -hmm. They know exactly who you are, and they're coming to get you. Right. You know, and you're on your own, pal. Right. You know, nobody is going to rally around you. You know, if somebody, like I said, just paid $500 for two seats, yep. and you pull this shit, you're on your own. You hear that, folks? You, fact, you think that kiss cam is random? Yeah. No. And if you sit next to Johnny <laughs> Teflon, there's a very good chance he's going to bring it down on your ass. All right? Just like uh, Schwarzenegger in that movie Commando, when he snapped the guy's neck in the plane. Yeah. <laughs> I'll, just, I'll do you, and I'll put my hat on your hat. Don't bother my friend. He's dead tired. <laughs> but beyond that, it's, it's kind of... Um, you know, the, the bottom line and the point we really are getting at is, you know, people need to be aware of this. Yes. And people need to be aware of the fact that, you know, you've been under stress and strain and, and, mm -hmm. and pressure and, and whatnot. And there are obviously ways you're going to want to, I don't know, blow off some steam. Sure, but sure. But this ain't it. Let Pick the athletes do it. That's what yeah. they get paid to do. Picking fights with professional right? athletes is really fucking dumb. Ugh. It really is, you know? And... Just, just to get an idea that, you know, we're all in this, 75% uh, of Americans, according to multiple surveys and multiple studies, have increased their alcohol intake during the pandemic. Mm -hmm. You know, we've, we're all guilty of this. You know, we're all guilty of going for it, um, you know, as a coping mechanism, and it's completely right. understandable. But be aware of it, mm -hmm. you know? Don't have your head up your ass. Understand what's going on. Police yourself, for right. fuck's sake. And it's also a classic example of you know, the American public's short, not just attention span, but memory. Yeah. Now, don't these people remember how much everything sucked when there was no sports at all? Yeah. And you know, we live in a world where this um, Delta variant is, is steamrolling foreshadowing mm. you know still vast tracks of of the planet yeah and before you know it we could be back in the same boat so please just enjoy this while we have it now that you know it's a gift and it could be suddenly taken away by something yeah don't don't spoil it by acting a fool yeah well look what's going on in california right now and yeah we will get into this more mm -hmm. in the second half of the show but you know they're bringing down mass mandates yes, again. they are saw and, that today yeah yeah and you know it We've gone through so much over the last year. And in all honesty, you know, people have taken such strides as far as getting through this kind of crisis. You know, let's not fuck it up now. Right. You know, this is, this is the wrong time to lose your shit, people. Mm -hmm. You know, you got this far, you know, without killing your family, without shooting your neighbor. You yep. know, don't, don't lose control now. And especially, I mean, let, let's face it, not to get too far in it, but there's a lot of underlying things to do with professional sports, all professional sports these yeah. days, which makes them a little more contentious than usual. You know, things we haven't had to really confront or worry about in the past, whether it's, you know, the, 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 the debate and the ongoing hoo-ha over, over the national anthem, mm -hmm. um, you know, how these, these players uh, in some cases are getting away with murder and committing these, these heinous crimes, and yet the professional sports leagues just put like a shiny little veneer on it. Yeah. I mean, look at Richard Sherman's meltdown oh, last goodness. week, yeah. right? Yeah, Here's a Stanford graduate, guy known as one of the quote-unquote smarter players in the league. Absolutely. Now out of nowhere has a complete meltdown. And he's okay? in deep shit because right. of it. Yeah. And deep shit, and needs to take time away to work on his body and, and soul, okay? He's yeah. only 33. He's still got some playing years he's in front of him. He's a young guy. And I'm thinking at the end of the day, that's looks like a clear-cut case of CTE, but, oh, you know, yeah. it remains to be seen. Well, the fact of the matter is he was drunk off his ass yeah. when all this went down, you yep. know? And, you know, again, you know, police yourself. Right. You know, be aware of what's going on. And yeah, don't let the police police you, because no. that's no fun. No, that's a bad idea. That's a bad <laughs> idea. We're not, we're not talking about a bunch of guys, you know, or psych majors. We're, we're you know, a lot of them are going to shoot first, and they're probably not going to ask questions later. Yep. You know, so don't be that idiot. Don't mm -hmm. do it, you know. 
And it's, yeah, it's, it's kind of funny that, uh, you know, we're in a position of, of doing a PSA here because this is not what we do at Riffs and Rants. It really isn't. Because normally you we know? don't give a shit. We sit back and watch the Lions eat the Christians. No, it's good st- entertainment. we strive to be the bad example. We do. Right. But, you know, some of the things that we've seen, have, you know, been happening over the last couple of weeks, you know, it's like we need, to, we need to hit a national pause and say, people, you know, take a moment, take a step back. Right. You know, we've gotten this far, yep. you know, I don't, I don't know of anyone who has anticipated the challenge uh, that we've had over the last year. Right. You know, I mean, when you stop and think about it, you know, what everybody's gone through, again, mm-hmm. with the whole sheltering in place and, and, and all this other thing. Yeah. If you haven't killed your kids and you haven't killed your spouse yet. It's a win. Yeah. You, you've <laughs> you've stepped up. You've, you've done a good job. Keep going. Right. And Don't even, fuck even it up it's, now. It's not, you know, alcohol related. We also had the shooting incident at the Nationals game yeah. the other day. Yeah. And all that did, like, for me, watching this and, and reading the recaps, was the look of panic on people's faces as they're scrambling for cover. And yet again, what it what it showed me was again how fragile. Yeah, totally. Going to these games and enjoying these games with these large crowds, how fragile that is. Oh yeah. And how anything could snatch that away from us again. Well, we we've, we've just added it to the list of of you know, events you could go through, or you could go to, I should say, where you mm. might experience a shooting. I mean, you know, it's going to the movies, yep. uh, going to the theater, going to a country music concert in Las Vegas right. might be a mass shooting. You know, now it's a professional baseball game. Mm-hmm. You know, and granted, yeah, the shooting was out in the parking lot. really didn't have anything to do with the game and whatnot. But, yeah, it's funny that you say that because looking... You know, at the reports and the the stills, the still yes. pictures afterwards. The look of terror on that those people's oh my faces. God. You know, people were already on the edge. Yeah. You know, and maybe clinging vicariously to their sanity, mm-hmm. and then this shit goes down. Right. You know, and your your brain is automatically going to worst case scenario. You know, I'm I'm going down on the field. I'm jumping into the dugout and ducking ducking for fucking cover. Right. You know, it's yeah. People are are. It was a good example of how on edge people already are yep. without all this bullshit going on. And we're gonna need time to get. Yeah, it's not gonna happen overnight. No, we're gonna need time to settle the fuck down. Yep. You know, and calm the fuck down, and everybody just kind of, you know, wrap their brains around the new reality. And the new normal, you mm-hmm. know, as much as I hate to use that bullshit cliched term. But it's so true, yeah. you know, and I was going to go back to like a return to normalcy, exact same phrase. And it's like, that's what we missed about these sporting events. Yeah. You know, I didn't miss the, the Mets currently blowing a five game <laughs> lead in, in first place against the lowly Pirates. That I didn't miss. But being able to turn on a TV or if I was even closer, just going out one on a nice, clear, starry night to watch a baseball game. Yeah. That I sure as hell missed. And yeah. people are clinging to this to slowly claw their way back to normalcy, mm-hmm. whatever the hell that is. Stability. And when bizarre shit like this happens, either it's from one drunken fan or some other type of Yahoo, it just spoils it. It's, yeah, it's, completely. it's self-defeating. Completely. Self-defeating. Yeah, and that's, that's, that's an escape zone, a place that we, we desperately need as a society mm-hmm. right now. You know, I'm going to forget all my shit, and I'm going to go to a ball game. I'm going to have a couple overpriced hot dogs. I'm going <laughs> to... I'm going to, you know, swill $30 draft beer that you still have it on the way back to your seat. Yeah, I'm going to spend $30 (laughs) on a fucking beer. I'm not going to care. I'm not going to give a shit. It's going to be like, I'm in a ball game, man. We need to go back to the 50s and early 60s mentality. (laughs) I want everybody that attends a game to be in a suit and a tie, wearing a fedora. Yeah. Women need to wear dresses and know their place. I like I like I don't know about that, but I like the fedora. I thought I'd sneak that yeah, one in there. I kind of figured you would, but I like the fedora idea. Yeah. I do, I do. Fedoras, fedoras should fedoras just come back. Cool. Period. Yeah, not trilbies like little hipsters. Actual fedoras yeah, are cool. Are very cool. <laughs> but yeah, let's not fuck this up. Right. God. All right. You know? So we we have managed to fuck this up in a sense because here we are in this quagmire. Of the middle of the show that we yeah, always let's, do. Let's, let's pull on out of this, shall we? And I know you got, after acquiescing to my, my opening <laughs> gem, which thank you, Michael, for letting me play that. Folks, I actually had to, to enter the, the, the debate stage, yeah. like Senator Henry Clay from the 1800s, and discuss the virtues of why we should open with we Eye of the Tiger. We went round and round. We truly did. We did. It was ugly, yeah. but we... we, we uh, Eventually reach common ground is what yes, we do. As we always do. We're trying as to we set a good example do. to you, the unwashed. Absolutely. What? Wait a minute. No. Let's <laughs> quit, quit at common ground. Did I just alienate the unwashed you contingent might of you our, might our fan base? That's Damn our, it. A beloved portion of our audience here. <laughs> Moving God. on. You yes. have a middle gem, I believe. I do indeed. And uh and you know, going going uh, on the, the 
sarcasm theme <laughs> that you very well established with Eye of the Tiger. Uh, I'm going to go with uh, probably one of the, one of the most popular, uh, most loved covers of all time, you know, especially for people that might not have been fans of this band to begin with. Oh, you're building but, it up pretty but good. But they kicked this down, and it was like, yeah, that's tasty. We're going to go with that. So, uh, yeah, this is, uh, this is Metallica uh, doing what is actually a traditional Irish tune uh, made popular by Thin Lizzy, but Thin Lizzy didn't do the original. They just, they just put it into the public eye. Uh, and if you're not stupid, you, of course, know I'm referring to Metallica's version of Whiskey in the Jar. Did you just alienate the stupid members of I our audience? I think I might have. I think I, I didn't do it on purpose. On that note, let's premeditate. <laughs> let's play the gem. We're going to argue off camera. Yeah, let's play the gem and get the fuck out of this. Jesus. And we'll be back in a few more minutes with some things and stuff. My 
as I was going over the Cork and Kerry Mountains. <laughs> yeah, that's traditional Irish shit, man. You know, a lot of people, myself among them, mm-hmm. you know, thought that was a Thin Lizzy tune, but it's not. It's it's a it's a traditional Irish song, right? That well, dates, it dates was back centuries, you know. And uh, as story uh, as the story goes, now I hope I don't get this wrong because I'm not the music file that you are. Yeah, but it was either Thin Lizzy or Metallica who did this song as a goof. As they were just doing sound checks one day in the studio, and a guitar player starts playing this song, I think it was this is how Metallica did it. It could entirely well be. Yep. Um, that sounds more like a Metallica thing. Yeah, and it was like, what, what is that? Is that whiskey music? Yeah, yeah. Whiskey well, you and know, most just... of these guys were Thin Lizzy fans, and mm-hmm. you know, Thin Lizzy busted it in 1973. Mm-hmm. And uh, you know, if you know your rock history and you're you know into heavy rock guitar. You know, you love and Phil and not and Thin Lizzy. Right. You know, tragic story that they were. But, uh, but yeah, Metallica scooped it up and ran with it as mm-hmm. of 1998 and actually won a Grammy for Best Hard Rock Performance mm-hmm. of this song in the year 2000. Yep. So, you know, they kind of... St- kind of stepped up and took ownership of it. Yeah, and I and could easily say it's, it's my favorite Metallica song, oh yeah, not, not being a, a huge Metallica yeah, fan. Yeah, same here. I have all the respect in the world for Metallica and mm-hmm. how they established themselves and how they came up from the underground and all this, but, you know, it kind of very similar to my regard for Rush. You mm-hmm. know, all the respect in the world for him, not a big fan. Same with Metallica. And right. this particular song crossed over, and I think it crossed over for a lot of people. Yep. It's like they killed this one. They the video's absolutely got killed so it. many lesbians. <laughs> yeah. We did comment, folks, because we were watching the, the video also. Uh, and, uh, yeah, yeah. I, I guess that was a fun party, but for uh, who, I don't know. Oh, my goodness. Yeah, <laughs> Not if, for the if, band. Yeah, it, this, is, this is, yeah, for mature adults only if we're going to go down Scissor this me road. me timbers, yeah. yeah. I'm telling you. I'm telling you. But, but yeah, props to Metallica for running with that one. They killed it. Absolutely yep. killed so, it. it. Good choice good for the uh, middle gem. Well, thank you. Especially like because it's, uh, again, it's, a, it's about the, the liquor and, and the mindset and the crazy things that... That we do while in that binding. ensue yeah, when you <laughs> when you go there. So for a little chaos, just add liquor. <laughs> yeah. And here we go. So anyway, moving right along. Yes, sir. I kind of got a question. I'm I'm I'm, I'm curious, John. How's your inner dialogue today? Uh, it's really none of your business. That's why it's my inner dialogue. <laughs> Are you referring yeah, to how I secretly feel about things and it, stuff? It, it, well, yeah, kind of, sort of. And it usually only takes a few drinks to get it out of you. Because you know? it'll but, come out uh, eventually. Yeah, but you know, I think everybody has an inner dialogue. You know, We have how we respond to things out loud and mm-hmm. in public and whatnot, and what's really going on in our, in our heads. And I think this is potentially a very entertaining topic. And uh, it, what, I, what prompted this, what, what stuck in my brain about this, was the whole situation now with uh, COVID-19 vaccinations. Or the lack thereof. Or, yeah, particularly the lack thereof. And just as an example, you know, I'll set what my inner dialogue has been. Okay. As, you know, we move forward with this as a nation, and it becomes obvious that the anti-vaxxers are going to be the wave of people that fucking die needlessly from this. Oh, yeah. Do it! Uh, 99% of the people currently being hospitalized right now, courtesy of the COVID-19 uh, virus, are idiots. Mm-hmm. Pardon. Oh, I'm, I'm, I'm t- now I'm tipping it to what my inner dialogue right, is. Right. Fucking idiots who didn't get Talk about get alienating our audience. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> Do it! No, I hope our audience is a lot smarter than this. But, you know, it's funny. In public, you know, obviously we all know some people who just won't go down that road just for, won't do it for a variety of different reasons mm-hmm. and do it you know trying to be open-minded trying to be the good liberal sure um sure. you know when you do I try these people, I, I try it's an effort it truly is an effort sometimes more than there's others. a conservative and you just trying yes, to get out I, you know. <laughs> but uh, yeah when i encounter people these days who won't get the vaccination do it you know it's like they talk about you know all these reasons why mm-hmm. and you know you try to be cool you try to be like okay yeah I, you know I, I understand that and sure, I, you sure. know I, I i understand your concerns and your fears but in my brain my inner dialogue is you're a fucking idiot do it you're a selfish prick mm-hmm. you know you're a self-centered asshole right and you're gonna fucking die and you deserve it <laughs> 
You know, that's my inner dialogue when it comes to this shit, you know? Mm -hmm. And I'm just kind of curious where everybody else is at with this. Because, like I said, you know, we, we try and be understanding of these people have, right. who have these, you know, absolutely outlandish bullshit reasons for not getting the shot, right. you know? And I will concede, you know, in my case, you know, given some of the toxic shit I've run through my body over the years, you know, the, the, the vaccine wasn't really a concern to me. Right. You know? And quite frankly, you know, anybody out there who's, you know, a pack-a-day cigarette smoker <laughs> or who drinks as much as I do or who's, you know, maybe over the course of their lives snorted as much cocaine as I have. Or once you know, or twice. Yeah, once yeah. or twice or, you know... <laughs> A lot of other drugs I'm not going to go into right now. You know, and you're vacillating on the vaccine. You're an asshole. Right. You know? Now, I, I can liken it to, you know, myself as, as a Catholic. Um, when I profess my undying support for the state of Israel and okay. in the face of every Middle Eastern situation. Right, right, right. And people come back at me saying, well, you do realize they, they killed our Lord and Savior. <laughs> um, my inner dialogue might be, okay, you Nazi wackadoo. <laughs> sure. But what I'll actually come out and say is, well, it's a matter of conjecture and, you know, okay. who amongst you has not sinned, cast the first stone and all that good Didn't stuff. Didn't expect the conversation to go there, but yeah. okay. Well, you know, right. I, I got to be over top right. of my metaphors right. so, they, no, so sure. they sink in, Very you good. know. Very good. But, um, yeah, I mean, I have, I have friends who have vaccinated and I have friends. Now, keep in mind, both segments of this are people I, I love and respect. Of course. There's some that, like me, it, the herd mentality, sometimes you just got to go along to get along, yeah. you know? Yeah. Sure, I'll get vaccinated, give it a shot. You understand me? You catching my drift? Or am I being obtuse? The people that are resisting, whether, you know, whatever their reasons might be, there does come a time... This is where my conservative, some would say, Nazi tendencies come into play. Okay. You, you got to go along to get along. Yeah. And it, what's good for the greater good becomes more important than your own little personal reasons for doing it and not yeah. doing it. Yeah. However, this is the big H in the corner of the room. Yeah. However, yeah. this is the United States of America. It's about freedom of choice. Yeah. You can't make these people do this. No, you can't. But let me use this comparison to draw things in stark relief. And I had mentioned this to you earlier. Yep. There's a, a store in the area okay. that I frequent a lot. Yes. That, out of all the stores in the area, because everyone's taking the approach basically, look, if, if you're vaccinated, come on in, do your thing. Yep. If you're not vaccinated to protect yourself and others, please wear a mask, yeah. which I think is abundantly fair. Oh, yeah. And, okay? and tell me there isn't a huge feeling of freedom yes. when you get the vax. You, you take off the mask, and yeah. you're like, fuck it, I'm protected, I'm good to go. And then in this sense, even if you didn't, but the people are giving you a choice. Who doesn't love choices? That's a, American is apple pie. Yeah. But there's one particular store on their front doors. It's several locations, which I'm guessing now means all of them. Right. They've got a little sign that says, out of respect <laughs> to our associates. Here we go. Who have not been vaccinated or choose not to get vaccinated. Assholes. Please. There you go. <laughs> Please continue to wear a mask while in our store. Yeah. So I did manage to read store before I turned around on my heels and went back to my car. There you go. Mumbling, fuck yourself under my <laughs> breath. Yes. Because this, again, is a case of sometimes you do got to go with the herd and yeah. the greater good. Yeah, agreed. And because vaccines are free, the chances of you... You know, reacting badly to it are in the millions. I get a I get a better chance of waking up with half of my body in a shark's mouth yep. than I do having something happen to me from this vaccine. Yeah, people need to wise up. Okay, yeah. this yeah. is this is real life. This isn't Facebook. Your mm -hmm. opinion only goes so far. Yeah, and professional sports, they had to cancel the game right after the yeah, All Star game. The Yankees and Red Sox, the marquee. Rivalry and matchup in all of professional baseball. Man, I was so shocked to hear, um, as you know, we were coming out of the coming out of the All Star break. That particular game, it was a, I believe, a Thursday night start to a four game series between the Sox and the Yankees. Mm -hmm. Premier matchup, Premier. in Major League Baseball, and the four guys that the Red Sox sent to the All Star game, none of them vaxxed. none right. of them. Right, and it was like, are you fucking kidding me? Yeah. You know, you guys are professional athletes. So I say two things. Those guys get sent home without pay. Yeah. And the team plays the game. I don't care if your pitcher has to, has to play third base. You play the freaking game. Well, it was like, did you see what the, va what the 
COVID did to Eduardo Rodriguez, who was probably Boston's ace last year. Mm-hmm. He got it. He got, uh, uh, I forget what the name of it is, but the name, it affected his heart. Mm-hmm. Mitochondria, I think, or something okay, like that. It's yeah. so like, that's what it can do to you. If you are not vaccinated, this guy's right. a professional athlete. He's his, his prime health specimen, right? Yeah, right. and it fucked up his heart. Yep. You know, go out, get the shots. Mm-hmm. You know, stop acting like an ass. Get yeah. the shot. Yeah, and and maybe if there was didn't. more peer pressure involved, because again, we're all about freedom of choice. This I get true. it. I oh, get yeah, it. Absolutely, it's America. Yep. You got yeah, freedoms and yeah. But maybe a little peer pressure would do the trick yeah. here. Like when your teammates are like, yeah, thanks for the big forfeit we just had to put in because your ass don't want a shot. Yeah. You know? And if anybody, you know, if there are any negative repercussions, chances are if you're a professional athlete and you're in that level of fit, Mm -hmm. you can handle it. Yep. You know? My heart went out to a guy. I was listening to uh, WFAN from New York, which I Okay, hold on. I want to bash on the Red Sox players who are not vaxxed just a little bit more. Oh, have at that, yeah. If you're not thinking (laughs) of your teammates, you assholes, Mm -hmm. you know, who the fuck are you thinking of? You know, maybe you should just step out. Maybe Mm -hmm. you should just retire now, you know, if you're going to cause this kind of problem. Think about people other than yourself, you selfish pricks. Right. Put away the uh, the Santeria beads and trust in medicine. Here we go. So, Johnny, apologize for interrupting no, no, okay. you. Please continue. So, this poor bastard calls into the show, <laughs> and he had said he just flew in from South Carolina okay. because he had tickets for this Yankees-Red Sox game. Right. And Major League Baseball, only they, they canceled, I think, like three or four hours before the game. Yeah, they did. Oh, he had already flown in. That, right. Yeah. He had already flown in. He said he was at the entrance to the George Washington Bridge, oh. and he hears on the radio that the game is canceled. So, he's like, well... You know, I, I went to such and such a place. I got a great steak, you know, went out right. to the bar, had some drinks, you know, went back to the hotel. Yeah. But he's like, you know, not for nothing. I, I really wish they kind of just played the game yeah. short of and those four guys, guys and subbed somebody yeah, else. Fully. You know, and, and really, Major League Baseball or any sport is not going to be able to maintain that model of dealing with this, yeah. canceling shit at the last minute. Because these people aren't going to get their money back. No. Because this is how these owners are. That's how they were when they weren't even allowed to have oh, yeah. like, people in the and stand. And this was the most high-profile uh, occurrence incident right. of this happening, you know, Sox-Yankees rivalry. Mm-hmm. But it has happened, you know, with other teams and other games. Right. And it's like, yeah, if you're in that position... You really need to take responsibility for things. And the other thing is, let's admit it. I mean, there's there's a bit of a, like, ah... A stigma, yeah. if you will, or a perception of when you hear these uh, on such and such uh, was supposedly contracted COVID nineteen, yeah. and your first thought is, what were they with a whore in Tijuana? Where the <laughs> fuck did they get COVID nineteen? I mean, it's it's like it's, herpes it's, now. It's, it's getting to that point. Right? Yeah, it's chlamydia or whatever. So if yeah. for no other reason, get the shot. You don't want to be that person. Yeah. Or do everybody a favor and step the fuck out. I mean, are there You're special not dating get the sites shot, now for the non Because that's going to come up as first date. So, were you uh, vaccinated? No. Check, please. Yeah. Yeah, because we're all done here. We don't want a... Now I sound like an old guy from the <laughs> South in the 60s. We don't, we don't abide a mixing of the vaccinated and the non-vaccinated around here. Yikes. Whoa. <laughs> but yeah, there are parallels. There are parallels. But yeah, as opposed to... You know, what a lot of sports columnists are saying, you know, with professional athletes where it's like mandating it. Mm-hmm. It's like, okay, if you're not going to get the vaccine and you're going to put all your teammates at risk right. and you're going to put, you know, all your opposition teammates at risk, how about just fucking off? Yeah. You know, just quit, go home, yeah. you know, and, and we'll, we'll go with the guys that we got. You know? <laughs> or how about and the Fuck insistence. you, you selfish prick. You know, yes. just leave. Speaking of selfish and, and corrupt and just a waste of giant fucking time. Okay. The Olympics. Oh. <laughs> They're going to have the Olympics in, in, in Tokyo without fans. Yeah. Okay. Now, realistically, I, I view the Olympics both winter and summer as really just two weeks of disrupting my regular programming. Yeah. Because of all the events that either they've added that are ridiculous or mainstays like wrestling, Greco-Roman wrestling and things that they've taken away out of yep. the Olympics. Yeah. Just it's it's a far cry from what it used to be. Oh yeah. But now to to hold it, you know, because really any city that hosts the Olympics loses money. Oh yeah. Well the the <laughs> reality of the Olympics has really come to the fore over the last, I don't know, decade 
you know, people have figured out how corrupt the whole bidding on the yes. Olympics thing is and how many of these people Yeah, the cheat. IOC is, is worse than FIFA. I the mean, IOC is a joke. It's a <laughs> fucking joke. You know, and now they can't even put on the games with fans, which is the whole point to begin right. with. Right, You know, I don't care if you're, you know, the record-holding sprinter or high jumper or whatever. If there aren't fans there to enjoy it, to mm-hmm. thrive on it, it's fucking pointless. Right. It really is. You know, especially those obscure events. Sometimes the only legitimacy they have is that you see a stadium full of people that, for some reason, came to see it. Yeah. So now maybe you're like, well, maybe I'll watch the hammer throw this time. You never know. You might like it. Yeah. But in front of like nothing, thanks. But I'll pass. Pointless. Time for a rerun of Absolute Law and Order. Pointless. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, that's. It kind of seems like, to a great degree, the Olympics is the epitome of this. Fucking ridiculous! Just self-indulgent dog and pony show. Yeah, yeah. I mean, look at the, the opening night. They they now they they inject celebrities from whatever country <laughs> that's yeah. doing it. They've got this this parade of nations, which is cute. But let's face it, we're, we're focusing on the outfits now. It's like yeah. the red carpet night at the Oscars. Oh, I know. I don't give a shit. Put my whole team for the United States in a bunch of off the truck Sergio Tacchini sweatsuits, right? Yeah. With, yeah. A, with a couple of dollars in their pocket, send them off to do their thing, represent yeah. the country, and hopefully not embarrass us. It seems like it has changed so much from. Uh, and I hate to sound like the old dude on this. You're going to say like, 1984, aren't you? No, I was going to say 1980. Actually, <laughs> wow. The U.S. Olympic hockey team. True. You know, taking out the Russians. Yeah, but all people think of when you say 1980 is the one we boycotted. (laughs) Thanks, Carter. Yeah, not referring to that. But Now, for me, my favorite was the 84, the Mary Lou Rettons. Yeah, of course. Carl Lewis's. I mean, that was a fucking Olympics right there. That was incredible. It was. It was a great experience. But it's like they're losing touch with the point of the thing, Mm -hmm. you know, which is, you know, national representation. I'm here representing my country. Sure. You know, and... You know, so much of it is about the fans and the people that are there and the excitement. I mean, does anybody, you know, forget, you know, Joni Benoit, Mm -hmm. you know, with the, you know, the Olympic uh, marathon and when she came into the L.A. Coliseum and there were like 60,000 fucking people there. Yeah. And they went batshit when she came running in. The the, the shaky Muhammad Ali. Yeah. Lighting the torch. Yeah. I think it was Rayford Johnson that did it for the 84 Olympics, you know. It's, it's all about the fans, folks. Yeah, and, and, and the history of it, like any good sport. Yeah. It's, it's about being a historian of that sport and watching oh, yeah. the, the pageantry. And, 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 and Olympic history goes back to... Forever. Yeah, pretty much, <laughs> you know? And it's, it's kind of lost its focus. Right. You know, we, even without, you know, the pandemic considerations and whatnot, mm-hmm. you know, the Olympics kind of spiraled, you know, beyond what it was originally... Right. And then you get the, the protests be. and all this other nonsense. What do you think Jesse Owens would think about that shit today? Mm. You know, he's there sprinting as a black man in front of Adolf Hitler, yeah. okay, and all his minions, yeah. and beating their ass in Germany, you know? I'm, Talk about it like a human superhero. Yeah, I am, I'm not uh, opposed to the gestures, you know, particularly, you know, the guys in 68 mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. whatnot, but, you know, you cite that example of Jesse Owens, you know, he let his performance speak for itself. You know, and it spoke volumes. He stomped the fuck on the Nazis, right? And it was just like, eat that yeah. motherfucker. So again, it's yeah, you're making a point, but you respect the hell out of the institution. Okay, USA. And the fact that you got to represent your country, without getting into it, you know, we've had some things in the news this lately. The, yeah, this is a topic for another day. But that's still, just kind of still. I think man. I think we both agree the fact that you know, regardless of what you do on, you know, the 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 winning mm-hmm. uh, pedestal. On the podium. On the right. podium, if you will. <laughs> Your performance speaks for itself. Right, right. You know, uh, if you're going to stand on the podium, you know, and, you know, flip the bird at fucking the Nazis or whatever, <laughs> you know, that's icing on the cake. Right. You know, but if your performance mm-hmm. didn't, didn't speak... Volumes, right? You know, you're not have you, be uh, there, you have know, have you seen some of the, I guess, trailers for the Olympics? Because they're trying to showcase a lot of the different American athletes right really? now. Really? No, I haven't seen. And them. there's a guy. I'm sorry, his name escapes me. He's a swimmer. Okay, okay. so I guess he's supposed to be like the next Michael Phelps. All right. And this guy's got some uh, some tattoos on him, some okay. wild animals, like a, there's a bear and there's a hawk and whatnot. Yeah. So <laughs> in this commercial, right? Uh, see, I'm such a Neanderthal sometimes. <laughs> they're they're showing like these are his spirit animals and the grizzlies roaring next to him isn't that right. I'm like he's a fucking swimmer okay <laughs> so don't don't come down here with your anger 
There's nothing intimidating. I'm sorry. I don't care how many sit-ups you can do. Yeah. There's nothing intimidating he's, about a he's, swimmer. He's okay? not doing battle with the Corgan. You right. Know? Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Now, if yeah. you show me like our, our, our lineup of heavyweight and middleweight boxers and talk about their ink and their tenacity or yeah. the taekwondo or the wrestlers or whatever or the judo guys and gals, I'm all about that. <laughs> but don't trot out a... F- oh. No, the, just the swimmers, don't. Yeah. Right? <laughs> Stop it. <sighs> okay. On that note, <laughs> let's get out of this, shall let's we? Let's get out of the second trough, <laughs> this giant stadium <laughs> urinal we call the final gem. Good fun. Good I fun. handed this one off to you too, sir. So how are you going to brighten your ah, day now? I did, and I appreciate that. <laughs> and I just I feel it's so appropriate at this point um, to go with a, a classic Green Day track called "American Idiot." And this is where we're at, folks. I am okaying. <laughs> Anti-American Green Day tracks on the Rips and Rants podcast. Oh God! Yeah, I will, will this I will, episode of the Twilight Zone ever to the end? The fact that yeah, yeah, Green Day goes up Johnny's ass sideways. But you know, props to Johnny's openness, his his open mindedness. It's not about me, brother. Like, okay, it's about you know, the art form. If this tune hits it, then go with it. So I did choose this. Uh, yeah, uh, Green Day. Uh, we'll talk about it a little bit oh, more afterwards, but uh, <laughs> but yeah, Green Day, American Idiot, I think nice. it nails it. So. All right, Let's all right, it. folks, strap this on. We'll be right back with some more things and stuff. I think that fit <laughs> what we've been talking about, you know, um, not to it label, does. not to label my fellow countrymen, but oh, of course not. You're a bunch of fucking idiots. But anyway, <laughs> um, that was uh, that was off of Green Day, Green Day seventh album of the same name, American Idiot. Uh-huh. And uh, it's it's interesting doing uh, the research on this particular uh, album and this particular song and whatnot. I came across a 
uh, factoid, if you will, and I, I'd never heard this before, so I'll qualify it. But okay. apparently Green Day was working on an album called Cigarettes and Valentines prior to, and the master tapes for that album got stolen. Oh, my. And uh, so Green Day decided to shift gears and come at it from you know a different perspective, uh-huh. and they did American Idiot, which is, of course, uh, a concept album. And it's called a punk rock opera, which kind of in a in a um, uh, vein of the Who, you know, doing rock operas and whatnot. I'll pretend you didn't just mention both those bands <laughs> in, in the same sentence, but I get uh, where you're li- coming little, from. Little known fact, folks: Johnny Teflon does not like. Green Can we Day. compare Green Day to say Grease Two? <laughs> that seems more ap- appropriate. Doesn't like Green Day or Sgt. Pepper's Lonely Hearts Club Band with the Bee Gees and Peter yeah. Frampton. Maybe. Ooh, let's forget that one. <laughs> But, uh, or but yeah, YMCA or the village people doing Can't Stop the Music. Ugh. <laughs> I'm done. But yeah, kind of funny if, if suddenly, you know, if someone hadn't stolen the master tapes to Cigarettes and Valentines, huh. then we might never have gotten American Now, aren't Idiot. they part of the uh, Universal Music Group organization? Oh, don't go there. Don't, <laughs> don't go there. Because I can't see in a million years how UMG would allow theft or a, a, a fire in a giant warehouse and, and losing all of these master recordings by <laughs> these famous artists. I can't imagine that ever happening. As, as we began this episode, <laughs> facetiousness, your name is Johnny Teflon. Such a classy organization <laughs> like that. Yeah. But, you know, in Johnny's defense, like as much as he doesn't like Green Day for a variety of different reasons, we'll talk about, you know, in a future episode, he was cool enough to let me, let me spring that jail on you because I thought it was very appropriate uh, to the things that we've been talking about today. So, I have nothing else. I'm a man of my word. There we go. There we go. So, <laughs> all right. Uh, so, yeah. What's up in, uh, in what's new in Big Boom Radio? This in the week, land John? of Big Boom yes. Radio. Well, uh, going through some uh, tunes, like selecting what to play in, in, in future dates and whatnot, because I've got this whole calendar thing mastered. Nice. Um, it occurred to me, and at first I was shocked, and I had to go back and look. Mm. We didn't have uh, a current. Volume two of the Rolling Stones. Wow, that is shocking for the Classic Rock Showcase. Yeah, and clearly you, you do it with your eyes closed through a, a second oh, hour's Stones? worth of Stones tunes. Easy, easy. So yeah, that had to get like literally dropped what I was doing <laughs> <laughs> with other Wait, projects. Wait, we have a problem like, here. I'm like, holy shit, I got to yeah. attend to this right you now. Said, we, we have two. a problem, yeah. right? So, and I actually was very busy this weekend. We have another episode of uh, the Live 5 at 5 coming out. Nice. We got this volume two of the Stones. Good stuff. I've uh, accumulated now, oof, this almost makes me feel old, a volume three of the best of Riffs and Rants. Wow. Because we hit episode 75. Did we really? Yes. Wow. Not only did we hit uh, episode 75, which is a milestone for any podcast. Yeah. But we also reached uh, 1,300 plus downloads of said podcast. So, hey, kudos to you, the people are out there that actually get this. We salute you. (laughs) We salute you. Sometimes me and the kid will look across the table at each other like, why are we doing this? <laughs> and, and, and or we need help. Yeah. Yeah. Which is usually where the volume or the vodka kicks in. Right. And yeah. it's just like, yeah, well, that, somebody's digging it, so we'll keep doing it. Absolutely. <laughs> but yeah, thank you to everybody, yep. you know, who has been downloading, you know, props to you. Hats yeah. off to you. It shows up and it is much appreciated. Yeah. This is like our, you know. Like we alluded to people going back, their normalcy is going to the games. And granted, oh, yeah. we've been, you know, recording these these podcasts throughout yeah. the COVID nineteen. Yeah. But it's our way of expunging just life's grease stains off of us. <laughs> <laughs> you know, once a week or whenever we get to do oh, this. Oh yeah. Well, yeah, we talked about this again, you know, before we went on the air today. And this is our method of you know, pissing in the Cheerios. Right, because without this, I, I'm sure I'd be works. lighting hobos and winos on fire. I think so. It's not, a, it's not <laughs> a far leap from this to that. You right, know? right. I'm an animal lover, so they're always safe. But oh, yeah, right. hobos and winos, yeah, they're probably uh, Democrats yeah, uh, lighting them on fire. Not good. But uh, yeah, thank you for being there. Thank you for supporting the show. Thank you for listening yeah. to the show. Yeah, so you that's know, some of the, the new stuff. Reason. It does. Yeah, it so really that's some does. of the new stuff we got going on. Absolutely. And, you know, again, we always tweak riffs and rants after these 25 episodes. Some yeah. of the changes have been subtle. Some have been a little not so subtle. Yet for all your subtleties, you have not wisdom. So we'll see what the next 25 bring. <laughs> and then come the 100th episode. Oh, God. Wow, there's, there's, we got to do something special for that. We do. We definitely. Special. And again, I take great... Uh, 
pride in saying I'm pretty sure we've outlasted Alec Baldwin's podcast. <laughs> Take you, great you, pride you, in that. Do you, do you have a thing for Alec Baldwin? Another piece of shit. I enjoy this book. His grave. I, I, I like this book. So, <laughs> I, I, you know, but... Hey, you know, it is what it is. It is what it is. Yeah. That, that's our, our MO for everything. We're just trying to ride the snake like the rest of is. <laughs> so with that being said, yeah, I'm we, kind of we, thinking we, that's it. We do have fun with this. Yeah. You know, and we hope everybody who's listening is, is having as much fun with it as we are. Because, yep. yeah, these days, you know, times are strange, man. It's an escape. We yeah. all need an escape. Strange, strange days to court the door. Strange days have found us. <laughs> they have. You know, but we're having a good time with this. We hope you're having a good time with it as well. And we appreciate you being out there. We truly do. Truer words were never spoken. So on that note, I'm Johnny Teflon. And I'm Michael Sean Lee. And we will see you all on the flip side. Deuces.